Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Rangers Player Show is brought to you by Ricos and the Rangers Rewards Fan Card. Score big with the card that delivers swag and experiences that Ranger fans really want. Apply today at rangersrewards.com. For appearing on this week's show, our special guest... Adrian Sampson is going to receive a $100 gift card to Pluckers, and he joins us now. How are you doing today, Adrian? I'm pretty good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, man, we appreciate you jumping on the show. You know, uh, you're coming off of a fantastic outing. Damn near had a baker's dozen Ks the other day. You ended up with 11 strikeouts. Uh, what was that experience like for you? Oh, uh, it was crazy. I mean, um, just seeing those uh, strikeouts rack up early in the game and my pitch count was going down, I, I knew it could be a, a solid day for me. Um, I noticed I had about six strikeouts in about four innings or so, and um, I just knew I could I could keep going innings wise. So it was just one of those days where everything was clicking, and uh, it was good to see um, the swing and misses. Yeah, and when you're walking off the mound and you look up at that scoreboard and you see, all right, there's an inning and there's a donut. I did my job. How different of a feeling is it approach wise when you're walking back to the dugout and maybe you see a run or two has been put up? What what kind of things are you thinking about? Um, for if they score runs, yeah, but as opposed to the donut that you just gave them. Right? I mean, if obviously zero, you can kind of it, it just builds your confidence each inning. Um, the first inning is most important. It's kind of like closing out at the start of the game, um, and that's kind of been the big issue lately. That's why we had the opener. So just putting up that zero in, in a short amount of pitches, um, just proving to them that I could go out and start the game right from the get go. Um, but yeah, each zero just keeps building the confidence up. Yeah, because you have, you know, a lot of times they roll an opener out there in front of you, but you didn't have an opener the other day, and you made it look like a piece of cake. So have you sent a message to everybody that, hey, I don't need an opener? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, um, obviously the numbers dictate that for each different team and everything. So, um, I mean, we're all in this year, and, and uh, so whatever whatever they want to do, I'm, I'm backing up whatever their decision is. Talking to Adrian Sampson here on the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. I know that Pro athletes are unique creatures of habit. For example, today for me, Taco Tuesday. Every single Tuesday, me and wife here are throwing down on some tacos. Yep. Do you have any kind of, uh, you know, a daily thing or once a week or something that's part of your your uh, ritual that you have to do in order to stay focused? Um, it's just kind of going out my business each day. I have a little warm up that kind of gets me ready for to throw and and just go out there and, and be active. So that kind of locks me in mentally and. Um, Eating-wise, I mean, usually on a start day, I like to go out and have a, a nice big breakfast early. I don't like to eat too close to the game, and just so I'm feeling well by by seven o'clock. So um, that's a that's been a routine for me the last couple of years, I guess, and uh, just it's a little creature habit kind of deal. Talking to Adrian Sampson on the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. This is brought to you by Pluckers, a proud Rangers sponsor. Visit one of the seven DFW locations today or check them out at pluckers.com. And uh, I, I do want to ask you this. I don't want to get too deep into your strategy or what your approach is, but I would like to know how you see yourself. Like, what is your brand? What is your best pitch? Like, what is your bread and butter? I'm, I'm a command guy, so 
I don't have the, the 100 mile an hour fastball I can blow by guys, so I got to really rely on hitting my spot and mixing it up. Um, the big thing this off season was just bringing that uh, breaking ball to the next level. Last year I would throw it and it was just it was very uh, hit or miss on location wise and movement. So I really focused on on trying to keep the movement the same, the velo the same, and and it showed in spring training just getting a couple more swing and misses on it. So um, obviously the front office is pretty happy about that and. It got me a job here, so I just got to keep doing that and keep refining it uh, my four days without pitching and and, uh, just keep everything going. Okay, Adrian, so I got to get your opinion on something that's going on with your teammate. So I go out of town last week, I come back. Whenever something's going on with a uniform, it really grabs my attention. It just stands out. For example, (laughs) our buddy CJ used to come out with this tomato red glove, and I was like, all right, that just stands out. It's not the normal you know, waffle-colored glove or whatever. Uh-huh. But I get back in town, and it's Ruggie more than anybody, but they're borderline shorts is what they have done with their pants. What the hell is going on with the pants with some of your teammates, Adrian? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's just that new look. I mean, obviously Hunter's been doing it for his whole career. I mean, everyone kind of gets a kick out of it. And uh, when things start working like that, people start kind of rubbing off on one another. Um, pulling the high pants above the knees is... is it's something everyone's been trying out a little bit lately. Um, it's just fun. It's it's a funny look, but uh, honestly, it feels good. You feel you feel a little more athletic, less restriction, and uh, I think I think it's funny how some of the guys are starting to to hop on the train for that for that uh, apparel reason. Yeah, no doubt, and and obviously important uh, things going on in baseballs. We're smack dab in the middle of the Major League Baseball draft, and I just love for you to go back to your salad days mm-hmm. when you were coming up in the minors. How was your minor league experience? Um, it was good. I learned a lot. I, was, I came up with the Pirates, um, and not a big market team. They have to really rely on their development. So um, they did a lot of psychological stuff, uh, like a little bit of like a test almost um, before the draft. Just kind of they want to get like a personality quiz almost out of it, and uh, so that can kind of go both ways of how a guy learns, um, and they can they can get a lot of information from that, and then. The, the pirates alone they, they teach all the right things all the all the small details that you don't really um you don't really use or see or or get a lot out of until you're kind of in the moment and i've and i've used a lot of the stuff i learned there up in the big leagues. so it's you learn to coach yourself and um that's kind of like the whole the whole idea is what they're trying to get through to us talking to adrian sampson here on the ben and skin show 105.3 the fan you know as i look down at the standings and you guys are, you know, if the see it's a long way to go, but if the season ended today, you're a wild card team. I'm thinking, man, this is gravy. Because this year was supposed to be a developmental year, but I think you guys are exceeding outside expectations. What were your expectations for this team? Um, my expectations were a little more personable. Um, just coming in and showing them what they – they DFA'd me in the offseason, so I wanted to prove them to the point that um, I'm a big league pitcher. I'm a big league starter. And so that's what I really focus on in in spring training and in the off season, and um, coming together, seeing some of the veteran guys that they signed, and just guys that have won before, and and being around those guys all the time is just huge for a team. Um, guys that they can you can relate to, and you can go and ask questions, and you can kind of just get a lot out of that because it's season's a long year, and and there's a lot of ups and downs. But if you can mentally stay ahead of everybody else, you can kind of like play it through the rest of the 162 games and it's so tough just to get out there and compete with the greatest hitters in the world and i just uh, i just imagine it's hard not to think about your contract because ultimately 
you're thinking down the road, how do I bring home the bacon? So how do you block out like the contractual aspect of the game and just compete? I mean, once you just show up to the ballpark, I mean, everyone's in the same boat, regardless if you're making $20 million a year or minimum salary. So everyone's just trying to do a job and um, just talk, being able to talk to different hitters and, and get a different uh, aspect or different perspective of pitching, um, see what they're thinking, how, how the league's, how, the, how it's trending, what, what kind of ball are they hitting. Um, everyone's taught the launch angle and, and hitting home runs. So you see a lot of teams – doing that and but there's got to be a way to pitch around it so just getting a lot of information from everybody um talking with uh, mathis and um izzy a lot being on the same page has, has been huge for us look everybody has an approach to every game and you don't want to go out there and someone shoots holes like swiss cheese in your approach but is there ever a time where you go out there and you find yourself questioning what the approach was and if that happens how do you steady that steady the hand i mean I, I do a lot of watching i mean you you learn a lot from just watching the game um, and when I'm not pitching, I'm I'm watching guys swings on our team and their team, and and based on a swing, I can kind of develop a game plan around that. And then whether it's they're trying to hit the ball the other way or they're trying to pull it, I can kind of see that once I'm out in the field, um, getting that perspective. So um, yeah, just a lot of watching. I, I I just I really find a lot of value in that. We're talking to Adrian Sampson of the Texas Rangers and the Rangers Player Show. All right, when you're away from baseball and you really want to go bananas and just have a great time, what are you going to get into? Uh, That's a a tough one. Um, I really like being outside. Um, When I was growing up, I did a lot of camping with my family and stuff, and we go out fish and kind of do all that kind of stuff. That kind of gets me away from everything, get away from your phone. Um, Just being out in the nature, I mean, it's – pretty simple but it's it's uh we don't have we don't get a lot of time to do that in the in the season so whenever i get an opportunity i uh, jump on it yeah depending on where you live like camping in texas and camping in colorado is like apples to oranges it's completely different mm-hmm. experience yeah. so oh, where, yeah. what what kind of camping experience do you prefer um i mean i mean, grew up in the northwest so just anything out in the trees i mean you're surrounded by trees you can't see anything farther than 100 feet so that's that's kind of ideal for me um I've been living in Arizona a little bit, and their camping is a little different. But you go up north towards about Flagstaff, you hit kind of the mountain area. That's that's kind of that's kind of my alley right there. So anything up with some trees, mountains, a little view, that's that's pretty easy for me. I want to get into the psychology of pitching and 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 uh, get you to use your noodle here a little bit and tell us what you're thinking. Tell us what you're thinking when you're uh, on the mound. And you're pitching to a guy, and let's say you throw a fastball, and he gets a little piece of it. He gets a little piece of it. And are you thinking, okay, well, he was on that timing-wise, so do you think he's not expecting me to throw uh, a fastball again, or do you come with off speed, or do you say, no, I'm going to throw that fastball again? Yeah, that's a tricky question. I mean, there's a lot of that goes in behind it. Um, It depends on my game plan for that day, but – my biggest thing is don't give the, the hitter too much credit. I mean, they're up there in the same boat as, as we are as pitchers trying to figure out what we're throwing and, and what to hit and everything. So um, I would just go off of how they feel. If, if they take a good swing at a, a certain pitch in a certain location, um, maybe not double up on that pitch or, or whatnot or mix it up a little bit. But yeah, everything kind of depends on the game situation and, and all that. So, um but, I mean, your first thought is always your best one most of the time. So I would just go with your first thought. 
Okay, speaking of that first thought, I think about this all the time. So Ben and I have this job where we have to go on the air and talk for four hours, and sometimes <laughs> you're not into it, right? Yeah. Like I show up and my brain is fried like southern chicken. Yeah. So let's say you're in that mode and you go out there and you're facing a batter and he's been hot-dogging it a little bit. Do you have the coconuts to just fight through uh, you know, what you're feeling at the time, the distractions from the outside to really dial in? Because I would think that... You know what I'm saying? If a guy's hot dogging it like that, that can take you out of your game. If you're already fried already, how do you how do you dial through all that? Yeah, you just gotta use little mental cues that can get your brain in like a good brain waves going. Mm. Um, I've done a lot of men- mental strength kind of stuff here. We got Josiah who's who's on top of his game, um, giving us little cues. I like to just look at something that's not moving. Um, foul pole is a good indicator. Kind of just it might not be there that day and like mentally wise, so you just lock it in and kind of get that tunnel vision um, to focus on one thing and know that you're in control of everything. So um, the game really speeds up on some people, and if you can really slow it down and, and feel in control, that's when uh, things start to work out pretty good. Talking to Adrian Sampson here on the Ben and Skin Show, coming off an incredible outing the other night. Struck out 11 Royals, walked nobody. Just a fantastic outing. And, Damn! Um, we're, we're super excited to have you on the show. Look, I know you got bigger fish to fry than to sit here and goof off with us all day, but i got to ask you a question. I'm uncomfortable asking it, but I'm going to go ahead and risk it for the biscuit. I need you to spill the beans. Which one of your teammates is the worst dresser? Worst dresser? Huh. I don't know about that. We got some really good dressers on the team. Um, uh, Miner's been showing up in some fancy clothing lately. Um, I don't know if that contract has anything to do with it. Just being able to afford some of the, the nice, the nice clothing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks. He always looks sharp. Um, Chavez always. Uh, Chavez is always looking good. Um, yeah, it's hard to say who dresses the worst, but uh, I, I don't know if I had to put my name on that. But. Uh, I got some some tough competition out there. When you guys go out of town, do you expect the guys that have uh, made a lot of money to pick up the tab on these steak dinners that you guys go out and have? Uh, no, I, I, once you once you start expecting that, they'll probably just leave the bill at, at your chair. So, um, but those guys take care of us. They're they're awesome to have, and um, it's just a good just good people to be around. So yeah, they they take care of us pretty good. Well, they told us uh, you were a good egg. And that you're going to be an easy guy to talk to. I got to say that interview was easy as pie. A real pleasure uh, visiting with you, and uh, want to wish you much continued success. All right, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. Thanks. I like cupcakes. There he goes, Adrian Sampson. Uh, that guy was cool as a cucumber. <laughs> yeah, he sure very, was. very much so. It's just a feeding frenzy. Of- the- the, of, uh, fun. That really was. He got his head in the trough pretty quick, though. I'll tell you that much. Yep. Yeah. Coming up he next. He didn't get in the pickle at all. No, not at all. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.